Well, hello. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wild Coffee Chat. Uh, out and about today, Friday, up in Brizzy. Got to catch up with a few people. I hope you're all awesome and well. A few of the early birds in, which is always good. Kevin, all the way from Florida, mate. Thanks for joining. Lee from Tasmania. How's things down in Tassie, Lee? Bit cold up here in Brizzy, so might probably cold down your way. There you go. Hey, morning, Tim. Victoria, good morning to you. Luke, happy Friday, happy Friday. Yes, indeed, mate. Good to see you. We've got uh, a few others here as well. Adrian, David, James. There you go. Sunny and Tassie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, well, hope you're all awesome and well, folks. Great to see you on this morning. Thanks for joining. While things are warming up and uh, getting things going, I'll do the little intros. Most of you know this already, but we do this uh, each weekday at around about 10 past eight. Yesterday was a little bit earlier, which is uh, which is fine then. Um, and uh, my name's Jason Whitten. If you didn't already know, most of you do. But if you're new, like I say, each and every time, you let us know in the chat. If you're new, say hello. We've got plenty of new clients joining our coaching and mentoring program. We've been doing it for a long time, coached a lot of people to be uh, successful, safe, smart property investors across Australia and New Zealand. And uh, along the way, learnt one or two things. And each morning we get together, have a conversation, a wealth coffee chat about what is going on out there in the world of property investing. And, uh, you know, things around it as well. So uh, welcome along. Thanks for joining. And uh, hopefully your property investing is going well for you. Hey, today I thought we might talk about something interesting. Anyway, I think it's interesting. The future of banking. Interesting times, uh, which is a bit of a catch cry. Interesting times out there. I don't think I'll ever stop saying that. <laughs> because if there wasn't any inter- anything interesting happening, in the marketplace, then we probably wouldn't be having these wealth coffee chats in the morning because there's nothing interesting to talk about. But uh, something that has been cooking along in the background uh, is, you know, coming up, popping up, making its debut in the world of banking. Does anyone know what it is? Something that's been in the background, maybe put it in the chat for me if you think you know what it is. What is happening? What's officially, it's, it's sort of, it was on the cards last year. It's been in the background for a while when it comes to banking, the world of banking and uh, in Australia as well. But what, what's happened in the last few weeks, does anybody know, um, when it comes to maybe disruption and changing the banking system? And what does that mean to us as property investors? We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but does anybody know? Uh, Tim's saying inflation. That's been happening, yeah, for sure, Tim. But that's um, that's not uh, not uh, not what uh, happened in just in the last few weeks. But uh, the inflation figures look like they're going down, Tim, which is great news for us in banking. Cashless society, yeah, that's underway. So it's linked to this cashless society, folks. Who's who's jumping in? Who's getting involved? Um, in this cashless society. New regulations, yep, yep. I'll chuck it out there. 
what industry is now getting involved in banking and deposits and lending and, and getting involved in this world um, pretty significantly? Well, it's the tech giants, right? It's the tech giants. I don't know if anyone was uh, paying any uh, notice to this stuff. Uh, I, I, myself and Andy Fenton watch this stuff pretty closely, pretty closely, folks. Um, but who got involved? Yeah, crypto's out and about for sure, Tim. But who got involved uh, officially in the last little bit? Uh, just recently, anyone know? I'll uh, I'll put you out of your misery. Let me have a let me do this for you. Check out this. All right, Apple wants to become your bank, and the war with the big four uh, and the RBA is on. Check out that, folks. All right. As of um, the last little bit, I think it's um, in the last few weeks. Apple now, Apple now. Hey, morning, Jeff. Apple now can receive your deposits. You can keep your money, digital money, in Apple's bank. And guess how much interest they would pay. Now, tell me right now, um, in the chat, let me know your bank when you've got your savings account, which is not, it's called a losings account. Why is it called a losings account? Because inflation is higher than the interest you're getting with the cash sitting in the bank. So by default, your money, your value is going backwards, folks just so you know, cash is trash. Money in a bank account, in a savings account, is devaluing, devaluing. We, well, we've had this chat before, but uh, um, tell me right now in the chat, what's the interest rate that you're getting uh, if you do have some cash in a savings account or a losings account or a devaluing account right now? Tell me, what's the interest rate that you might be getting um, in uh, – yeah. Well, that's it. That's true, actually, Tim. But you're sitting it in your offset account, right, Tim? At least you're saving or offsetting. It's not just sitting in the cash is trash, not doing any, uh, not doing anything for you. But tell me, folks, what's the interest rate that? Uh, what's the interest rate that you get in a regular straighty one eighty three percent? Yep, okay, two to three percent maybe. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? The word is interesting, isn't it? So. Guess how much Apple is proposing to pay? Um, uh, and uh, in America, this is a pretty big thing. Apple's debut savings account, 4.15%. 4.15%, 10 times. Check that out. Check that out. That's, it's crazy, right? 10 times. 10 times the U.S. National average, folks. Look at that, four point five percent or four point one five percent. Yep, ten times the U.S. average. You tell me what's going to happen now. I've said this for a long time, uh, and I, I said it to you know on Wealth One and Wisdom and other times that we've had these chats. Uh, right now, let's say you know Apple gets into the banking system, and right now this is. Um, available in Australia too, or it's going to be available in Australia. If you had money in an account and you could easily have it in Apple's account um, at a, let's say in Australia, a 25% higher rate and in America, 10 times higher than the national average. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Folks, tell me, and this is an interesting one. Like what's ahead? What do you think is going to happen? Regular Joe, 
uh, here and regular Mary. Terrible drawings, by the way. Sorry. Okay. Regular Joe and regular Mary. You know, if they have some savings and they can get 10 times that amount, 10 times that amount return on savings, what do you think they're going to do? Where are they going to take it from and where would they put it, folks? People are going to move their savings. You're dead right, Tim. What will what is going to happen? If that happens en masse in America, whoo, we've got some we've got some interesting times ahead, folks. Right? We've got some banking, we've got some banking challenges. Now, uh, I don't know the full details on this. I'm gonna dive into it. Yep. Um, they might they might, you never know, drop their interest rate once they have the people. But you know, it's easy to move money around. So they've they've got a uh, they've got to stay um I think more banks will crash. And I think the more appropriate wording uh, than crash, quite dramatic, there have been a few banks that um, uh, they're going to either transform or disappear because that's what should happen. The banking system is old and archaic and broken, folks, isn't it? I believe it is. The idea that having a bank in the middle between people who have money and people who need money has been around for a while, right? So let's. What was the role? What was the role of banks um, in yeah loose liquidity? Now, so it's an interesting thing, Tim, and uh, I'm going to try and get Fenton sorted out soon. He's just back off holiday, so we'll, we'll try and get into this. Um, <laughs> karma. Yeah, they've been they've been gouging profits for hundreds of years and uh and that's not okay i'm i'm with you belinda um uh so so you know here's how the here's how the money system works folks uh on one side there is there is people institutions whatever that have excess or spare money right there's institutions that have excess or spare money, folks. And then on the other side, there are people who don't have any money, but they want to borrow or lend some cash. They want some cash, okay, to do something with, right? So these people have spare cash. These people have no cash, but they want to loan some money. And in the middle, there's a facilitator, right? Who's the facilitator right now, folks? And, and, and this is a self-fulfilling question, but who's facilitating that now? Who's the big, chunky, fat-taking profit? You know, um, I don't know. This is a terrible, this is a terrible picture. Um, but the facilitator is the bank, right? The bank, those institutions get in the middle and they say, hey, you give the money to me. I will give you a contract person who has spare cash because you can't, you don't know, uh, you don't have the systems, the the processes to lend it to the borrower. Uh, then I will uh, lend this money to the borrower uh, and then I will get paid handsomely uh, to be in the middle, right? And who takes the risk? Who who ultimately is the risk with? Well, they charge a fee to these people. They charge a fee to these people. 
And I'm not going to dive into things called fractional uh, lending, fractional banking, and you know uh, uh, the way the banking charter is written in every country in the world is that banks can take a small amount of deposits and then lend out like ba- basically fake money in the, in the economy. But um, I'm not going to talk about that today. So we've got the bank in the middle. We've got the bank in the middle. And, uh, you know, Luke's saying, all right, all right the new economy is going to take over. Yeah, and what, what does that new economy look like? like? Like, let's have a think about this. And this is kind of like a, you know, pontification Friday, right? Let's have a look at some, some facts out there. What is happening? What will happen in the middle here? Those banks will transform and there will be efficiency in these marketplaces. What do I mean by efficiency? Uh, let's quickly go for like 30 seconds. There's there's two. There's actually three, folks. There's three. It's actually two. But anyway, actually, there's probably a few more. But let's talk about three big businesses, right? Let's, let's talk about three big businesses that have uh, transformed, transformed industries. Uh, one, um, Spotify. All right. Number two, Air B and B, and number three, uh, Uber. All right. How did? Yeah, exactly. How are we going to take advantage of this? That's the question, Tim. And I want to pose that question today. So you know, what used to be in the middle here, folks? What used to be in the middle here? There used to be a facilitator a wholesaler, a gouger, let's say, or whatever. There, there was always somewhere in the middle here before it got to the consumer. Over here was the person who wanted to buy the stuff, right? Over here was the consumer. Um, consumer, all right? Consumer, all right? And there was always someone in here, you know, who was in the middle. This was all the, the big music companies, right? This was all the, the hotels and, you know, all of that. So big businesses, Uber. This was the taxi companies, right? And what happened is we didn't need them anymore. They got wiped out, like gone, 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 gone. You know, hotels gone. Well, not gone, but transformed. They didn't go. They transformed. And we facilitated this stuff in the middle. There was spare cars laying around, right? The uh, the musicians they said, no, I don't want to. I just want to get on. Give me a platform so I can then just get straight to the consumer. Airbnb, I've got a spare house. How can I just rent it to someone who wants to stay here? Uber, I've got a spare car. How can I just facilitate and pick it up? And in the middle, in the middle, the facilitators are changing. There's, there's always going to be a facilitator, folks. There's always going to be something in here, right? Um the internet took over being exactly tim the technology the internet the tech the tech took over that facilitation aggregated it made it faster made it more efficient made it work a lot better so what's happening right now let's quickly jump to the chase apple is saying hey put your money in um um yeah (laughs) probably dead right luke Put your money with us. You know, you don't have to worry about banks and and uh, that sort of stuff. You know, how does 
Apple make money. Well, I'm sure Apple is using those funds um, in a certain way. Um, so let's have a look at this. Amazon's in on it. Amazon's having a go. Amazon's going to do their best at saying, okay, we want to facilitate things down and, uh, you know, we're going to have a look. We're going to do all the facilitating for merchants, folks. So what used to happen? The banks would have you know, an ATM or a, you know, a credit card machine on site for the merchants, whatever. Amazon is going, hey, don't, don't have anything on site. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, stack and pack it and send it for you. We'll collect the money. We'll put it, even put it in our warehouse, you know, total transformation. Uh, Google wants to be involved. Google's saying, well, we're not going to become a bank, but what we're going to do is help transform the banks. Check out this. They want to transform. It says, senior Google says, we don't want to be a bank, but we want to play a central role in transforming how banks crunch data and push them instantly towards approving loans. Now, it's and so instant loans, folks. Okay, if you... Who's going to be? Who's going to give you your rating, folks? Who's going to rate you and give you the credit score? It's going to be Google. Google. It won't take much for Google to go. Well, you know what? How about we facilitate? Jason's got some spare money. Google's already got the rating. Yep. Google's already got the got got the rating. Uh, Tim wants to borrow money from Jason. All right. And that should that should be how it is, folks. It's it's like. Jason's got spare cash. Tim wants some. Um, can there be a facilitator in the middle? Take a small margin and not gouge the crap out of it. You know, all of these, you know, fat bankers doing stuff that really they shouldn't be in the way of and taking billions of profits um, as we go. Yep, Tim, <laughs> you, you're jumping on my next slide, right? Okay, so we've got this. Google's going to facilitate it. Google's got your credit score. Is Jason or is Tim any good for a loan? Yeah, Tim's good for it. Jason just presses approve. And online, the the tech will facilitate it. Uh, and check out this. And, you know, this is already saying, if you haven't heard of chat GPT, well, you're living under a rock. Go and find out what it is. You know, Microsoft um, looks to, is owning chat GPT, getting involved in these things. And this is what will happen. Some artificial intelligence will say, you know, it'll analyze the thing. You won't even talk to a human um, and you'll get the loan or you won't get the loan. Interesting times. Interesting times ahead. What does that mean to us as property investors? Well, here's what I believe that's going to mean. I believe that it's going to be easier, (laughs) which would be nice, right? I think lending is going to be easier, more straightforward, quicker. And if we as investors understand um, what that means to us, I mean, how long? I mean, folks, tell me in the chat, how long, how inefficient is it to get a damn loan? Right now, tell me. Tell me how inefficient, how clunky, how much, how annoying is it? Like, you have to wait months and months and months to get a loan. And it's like, come on now. You know, with all of this technology and things at our fingertips, why does it take so damn long? Right, three months. It's bullshit. <laughs> it needs to transform. It needs to, um, you know, get better and get easier. 
Now, um, that's going to affect a bunch of industries into the future. Uh, interesting times for, let's say, mortgage brokers and banks and those sorts of things, right? It's going to get easier, I think, over the next three to five years, you know, five to ten, um, uh, which will be great. Um, that's right. Where are we going to buy? Where are we going to find things, um, you know, as we go? And, um, yeah, James, massive changes, folks, massive changes. Um, you know, I think what will happen, and, and I don't have time for it today, but I want, to, I want to leave you something. I want to leave you with something, folks, and this is where the real showdown at the OK Corral is happening right now in money worldwide. The decentralization of control, and that's why this digital cash is pretty interesting, the decentralization of control of resources, right? The last bastion, you know, is if we could get rid of cash in society, then there's control. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. The governments and institutions have always, forever, been controlling us and you and me, and we've all been participating, just so we all know, right? You live in this country, you have to be a citizen or you have to leave or, or a, have a visa, right? You can't leave the country unless you've got a passport. You can't drive a car unless you've got a license, you know. Um, you know, you can't earn money uh, unless you've got a tax file number and you've got to pay tax. Like, all of that stuff is already there. So don't. I'm not going down the conspiracy rabbit hole. This is just a progression of those things that are always present in uh, government and institutions and society. What are we going to do about it as property investors and understand that? Well, we need to be smart. We need to be uh, open to learning about it because I think it's going to get easier. And for those who understand how to work with these changes into the future, we're going to get wealthier. We're going to be more in control of our money, our cash, our future. Um, and uh, we need to learn how to do it. Anyway, more like a pontification question conversation today. Uh, I don't know the exact answers, but I know you. we need to be observing and learning and understanding all of these movements because it's going to happen pretty quickly, I think. COVID has accelerated all of our comfort factors in technology, in using things. I've never purchased as much stuff online in the last like three years than I had in the previous 47 years of my life. That means I'm 50. I turned 50 this year. Um, but anyway, there you go, folks. Interesting times ahead when it comes to the world of banking, the world of money, the world of liquidity. Um, but as a property investor, here's what I do know. Unless everyone ends up in the metaverse, uh, then real estate's always going to be required <laughs> and we're going to be on, uh, yeah, it's true, Alison. If you're on the right side of the ledger, then we're going to be all right. And that's why I'm a big fan uh, of all of us having a few deals up our sleeve for our wealth creation into the future. You know you know that. Right now is a great time to buy, folks. I'm telling you, if you can, you should be. Don't be sitting on the fence. It is time to get on with it in Australia because uh, we are certainly starting the next cycle led by rents going up. As soon as the access to lending unlocks, folks, 
Woo, she's going to be on like Donkey Kong. Anyway, there you go. All right, team, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted for today. There is no wealth, wine, and wisdom at the moment. Uh, Andy Benton, my compadre, is down and out. We will let you guys know uh, when we're going to resume the normal show. It'll be very soon. Uh, he's been uh, he's been uh, settling into fatherhood and a few things, bits and pieces. So uh, there you go, folks. All right, team, that's it. I'm done. Remember, join me each weekday at around about 10 past 8 for Wealth Coffee Chat. And uh, remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time to create wealth and become, you know, secure in your property investing portfolio. Buy well, don't sell. That's my catch cry. You guys know that. Till, uh, till then, till next time, folks. You guys take care. Bye for now. Have a great weekend. See you uh, next week. All right. Bye-bye.